0: Hello and welcome back to the Rope Access and Climbing podcast. I'm your host, Mikey Stevenson, and today I'm going to be talking about Rope Access Level 4. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So stay tuned. Step into your harness and get ready for a podcast about the vertical world. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning into today's episode. Um, So I'm just going to throw this out there right away. I feel that uh, this is going to draw a lot of conversation. And please hit me up in the comments. Send me messages. This is definitely an episode that you want to check out. You want to get involved in the conversation. Because I think this conversation could go so many different ways. So let's dive in. Now, do we need a rope access level four designation? And what does that kind of look like? Is it necessary? Is it not? I don't know. Um, obviously, I have my own opinion of it, and we'll talk actually a little bit about my opinion. We'll talk about what our industry already looks like and then kind of break down you know, what that may entail all right so first and foremost let's break down our rope access industry training um, mentality right now right now we have three levels we have level one which is your basic maneuvers understanding the equipment and getting around from point a to point b okay your level two is a lot more of the same stuff a little bit more advanced where you introduce you know Rope access skill-based training of doing rescues and rigging ropes and, you know, moving a load or a casualty from point A to point B, all right? And then we dive into level three, which is your supervisor level, where you do all the same thing, all skill-based training throughout the week, and you learn a few more rescues, and then you have to do some sort of a team exercise, which in a lot of cases from my experience in the training center usually ends up being a complete disaster um, because this is the first time that somebody has had to delegate or, you know, run a scenario and, you know, you give them a time cap and very seldomly do they actually make that time cap. Um, and the pre-planning execution uh, aspect of things just doesn't work out. So now that's kind of where we're at right now. Now, do we need a level 4? And what happens to level 3? Those level 3 supervisors now have to go upgrade to a level 4. Is that necessary? Is it not necessary? What could a level 4... Certification entail is it more skill based training? Are we talking about sitting people into classroom and um, teaching them more skills about how to use high directionals, how to do more uh, sophisticated rigging? Um, are we learning how to use you know different equipment, whatever? Or should this be more of a supervisor based training where? You could come in for an entire week um, and get trained and, you know, there's no syllabus. Yes, I said that. So you show up and all of a sudden it's scenario-based training. We are taking this um, barrel and moving it over here or we have to go up there and work on ropes and throw in a couple nooks and crannies and figure out some problems and then how to correct these problems. There's no set syllabus, but it gives you the ability and it gives you the time to work with somebody and work with partners to figure out a path forward. So we're really teaching people how to supervise and we're really teaching people how to be a leader and take on that role instead of teaching people how to tie more knots or teaching people how to, you know, work with this piece of equipment. Because at the end of the day, if we continue this path forward with just skill-based training, you show up and do skills, well that's great. But you're still not teaching people how to supervise. And as you know, rope access organizations have realized that we have a flawed supervision system, and they're tr- like Irat is trying to come out with this Ramras program, which I'm going to talk about my feeling feelings of this program in a later episode. But you know, they're trying to make a modular based learning for supervision and trying to teach people how to be a supervisor through modules. Anyways, um, now the scale of responsibility. Now, like I kind of touched on is as a rope access level three supervisor right now, you go do your skill-based level three training, you step into the field, and it's up to the company to deem you competent as a supervisor to take on legal responsibility of individuals, in the field. So if anything happens, you are legally responsible for their well-being. You're legally responsible to ensure that you do everything within your power as an individual to make so that they can go home every night to their family. That's your job. Now, if we introduce a level 4 into the mix, does that basically turn them into just rope access level threes, which is one more stepping stone before you become a supervisor. Now, let's be honest here. This is all hypothetical and just me speaking out in the middle of nowhere and just trying to get a understanding of a possible thought process. Is this the way to move forward? Are we taking people and turning them into supervisors with no actual supervisor understanding or competence? Are we taking people that out of a skill-based training program and asking them to manage? Because I know that that's what's happening right now. We're teaching people a whole bunch of rope tricks and telling them that they are in charge of people's lives. I don't know if that's the best method forward. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, are would a program that, you know, you go and get trained and then you come back and be certified. I've talked about this before in the past about being rope access level three trained, going in the field, getting experience, and then coming back and doing a valuation on what you've learned over the last, you know, six months or whatever it may be. Maybe that's the easiest path forward instead of introducing another level. Now, like I said, again, this is only hypothetical, Um, you know, We've heard it in the past that, you know, maybe we need a level four. Maybe we need to introduce this. Maybe we need to introduce that. And I'm just bringing it to the forefront again and starting this conversation. Do we need something? Is the is the program that we have right now good enough? And if it's good enough, can we make it better? All right? We're in an industry that's... Ev- growing right now, and especially here in North America, rope access seems to be just, you know, growing and growing year after year. So it may have worked for 20 years in the current state, but at what point do you put all your chips on the table, look at it, and try to figure out a better method forward? We're trying to take... I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is can we make the people that are in that responsibility role better at their job. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to teach them how to do paperwork. We're not teaching people how to, you know, you know, do timesheets or any of that sort of thing. What I'm trying to get at is understanding at a field bit ba- at a field-based Uh, perspective how to manage groups how to execute tasks and achieve a common goal now the evaluation or the assessment of this set training would just be that so a third-party assessor comes in looks around sees what you have what your abilities are what confines you have to whatever your training venue is and sets out a plan and it, this this plan could be a four, five, six hour program, but you know, that's you know, you're sitting down and making sure that you understand the paperwork. You're drafting it all up. You're drafting up rescue plans. You're drafting up a rigging plan. Um and then you have to follow through with the whole process, including the rescue plan, okay? I know that a big part of rope access is its rescue, but we all seem to forget that it's a means of access. Okay, cool. You have a rope ticket that allows you to climb a rope, but once you get to that location, how user uh, how useful are you at that location? Okay? You can be the best climber. But if you don't know how to turn a wrench, you're only so valuable to a team, okay? And in rope access, we're dealing with two-person teams, three-person teams. We're not like a fire service where we're dealing with you know 10 or 12 people where you can call in more people if you need them. Rope access you is, is a means of access to get to that location and execute that job. So this potential level four, that I'm talking hypothetically about is that aspect that you are planning the job, executing the job, and ex- executing the rescue plan. Because this is something that doesn't actually happen very often, where you actually have to follow through with your plan that you have written down on paper. It's very interesting to see um, when you're in the field when you actually read into the details of the rescue plan, how many are not going to go as planned, you could say. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of situations, I've even shut down jobs, that their rescue plan wouldn't work. And, you know, it would backfire so, so drastically. You know, prime example for myself, I am a small person Everybody here that has followed me along the way knows that I'm about 145, maybe 150 pounds. I'm a small human. The people that I work with are on the upper side of 200 pounds plus. So for me to be able to drag someone through a pipe rack is not a viable option for me. So I have to figure out ways to get around that. Yes, in the environment of oil and gas where I work, we work with a lot of pipe racks. But for me, I don't have that ability to physically drag someone through a pipe rack. It doesn't, it's not in my cards. So we have to figure out different ways. Now, the amount of times that I have encountered level threes that are just like, yeah, the rescue plan is I'll come up there and drag you out of the pipe rack life over limb. That's not a plan that's a failed attempt at what you want to achieve, okay? A rescue seems to be an afterthought. And obviously, we never want to do a rescue, but for some reason, it's ingrained in us to always think about it, as it should be, but to actually execute the rescue plan, even as a training scenario, Isn't something that happens. Now, this is obviously a problem with the companies and the clients. We're never given the opportunity to train. We're never given the opportunity to practice in the real life scenario of being like, okay, so this is our job, this is what's happening, and our rescue plan is this. Okay, cool. The job is done, done and dusted. Let's do the rescue plan. Let's follow through the rescue plan and debrief afterwards and figure out where we could do better what can we do better all right so i know that we kind of went away from this level three level four bit and dove into that but this comes full circle into the training aspect of things where you execute your task you do your thing and then you follow through your rescue plan that i think would be a very interesting kind of way to follow through with training i think it would be an interesting fun way to make it a little bit more than just a skill-based training course yes i understand you're going up there and you're doing rescues and yes you're spending some time doing this and refreshing your memory and stuff like that i get that that's totally cool that's what we do but we also have to make better supervisors we need to make better people understand the responsibilities and the roles of that supervisor. And sitting behind a computer is not going to teach you that. So anyways, hit me up in the comments. Send me messages. Let me know, hey, do you think that this is a good thing? Do you think that this conversation is irrelevant? Now, I understand that there is going to be a cost factor that comes into this conversation, and everyone that's been a level three for years and years and years is probably going to push back on the the thought that they have to go and do another course, okay, or this is going to cost money and who's going to pay for it. I'm not going to talk about that stuff because it's irrelevant. Okay, your safety and everyone else's safety shouldn't come down to a dollar sign at the end of the day. So hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you think about this. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe. It's down here in the bottom right-hand corner. Hit the bell for notifications as I put out new content every Sunday. Also, don't forget to like this video and like and follow us wherever you get podcasts because this is what I do. I need your help. I need your support. And that definitely is the easiest way to show me that. All right. So thank you very much. And until next time.